0: Good day, everyone. My name is Marc-André Pelsey I'm president and CEO of Bonterra Resources Incorporated. Uh, Bantera is a junior uh, exploration company with uh, a large portfolio in, in Quebec. Uh, what makes Bonterra a part is our uh, infrastructures. Uh, we have mill, we have camps, core shacks. And uh, since I joined the company five months ago, uh, We've been focusing on the uh, the company strategy and and uh, basically uh, our strategy is to uh, advance our project from from exploration to development to production restart. And, and for that purpose, the company initiated a PEA on the very Open Pit project. Uh, four months ago, and we just published uh, the PA two weeks ago, and we're quite excited about it.
1: Indeed, you did. Um, well, like, it was good to see you again, Marc Andre. Um, I think last time out, we, you were relatively new to, to, to the company, but you were very quick to come up with a strategy which you felt could help save the company. And more importantly, kind of see it through these kind of difficult economic times that everyone is going through. So, the, the PA is the first step in you know trying to understand how you release value from the open pit at, at Barry. So, did the numbers tell you what you hoped they would? Is it better? Is it worse? I mean, what, what did you feel when you when you put that out?
0: Yeah, it, it's as per expected, uh, to be honest. Uh, we, we, we knew that the majority of our resources are at the very open pit were in the measure category, which means a higher confidence level. And when you compare the resource to uh, what's, what is in the mining plan for the PEA, we basically had a conversion of 90%. Of the resource, so ninety percent of the resource remains in in the mine plant, which is which is very high
1: for the mining industry. Right, but to remind us what you've got there, because it's not a big; it's like one hundred fifty thousand ounces, right? So, and and I get that it's low capex, but it will generate cash for you, and that that does a job for you. So, I mean, apart from uh not need to go into the market and raise it but but what else does it do for you and you know why take this small step before going underground?
0: yeah uh, the last time we talked uh, matthew I, I mentioned the word bootstrap approach so start small and grow the business and that's Panteras' strategy and, and the Bagley open pit bottleed very well with that strategy because of course it's a small project. 150,000 ounces, five years life of mine. So it's about 30,000 ounces a year. Modest investment. Uh, we're talking about $21 million for, for initial capital requirement. And, but really, it, 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 it will generate some cash flow for the company. And and the intention is to invest the cash flow into the baggy underground which contains 1.2 million ounces of resources so really the value open pit is is just the, the it's a baby step for bantera but it's a big step as we're going to production restart we will have to gain our credibility as producer which i'm very confident we will but our focus you know is 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 moving to the underground resources. We actually have two diamond drills on the baggy underground deposit and we initiated an infill diamond drill program already. Right.
1: But when, okay, the under, underground bit, you, you, you've put out some headlines, which are, you know, super high grade. We've seen, you know, 60, 69, 70 grams over two meters and 305 grams over half a meter. And, you know, so the underground bit is kind of showing the grades and the veining that you, you're going to want to see. But just, I just want to stick with the open pit bit, you know, f- five years, 30,000 ounces a year on average is, it's okay, but what sort of cash is that going to throw off and exactly what do you do with that cash? Because there's a with, with all of these small um, open pits, they sometimes you can extend them life of mine somewhat. Are you going to be able to do that here, do you think with with a bit more infill drilling or is it really just five years? Uh,
0: we have done some exploration drilling on the east uh, east north uh, uh, side of the, the pit. And uh, we have done uh, uh, some, there's uh, there's actually three pits. So there's a big one and two small ones, they're kind of satellite pits. And, and we've done some drilling between those pits uh, just to see if there's any gaps we, we could close there. So so that drilling has been completed as we speak. And uh, as we are going to the PFS level, we are going to look uh, to see if there's any if we could make make those bit bigger or group them together or extend them on the east northeast extension, so we will proceed. The, uh, that we will do that exercise as part of the PFS. Okay,
1: that's what I was looking. That's what I meant by the kind of infill drilling between connecting those three pits up. So you, you you will you let us know. But how much money are you allocating to that work, that drilling? Mm.
0: The the drilling is. It was a very small campaign, Matthew. We we talk about twelve thousand meters. It was and it was just finished last week, so it's already done. So we are waiting for assay to to come back, and then we'll you know interpretation, remodel, and, and then you push enter, and then you see uh, what your new resource is, and it's going to be look at the PFS.
1: Okay, so. You- Okay. Assays will come back. You'll let us know, obviously, what, what, what that looks like. And maybe that extends or it increases the number of answers that you're looking at there and extends the life of mine. and Therefore, the contribution, right? But the PEA, just to be clear, is just on the Barry open pit component. It, it doesn't take into account anything of, of the underground. Is that right? Correct. So the,
0: when you look at the Barry deposit, uh, the, uh, the, the deposit goes down to 650 meters deep, and the open pit resource uh, goes down 100. So it's only the first 100 meters of the deposit that is part of the PEA. What's interesting at Barry Underground, from 100 meters down to 650, I mean, it contains 1.2 million ounces. That, that is a lot of gold. And and honestly, it's fairly shallow ore body. It's 650 meters in the Abitibi region. It's it's not a deep mine at all. So more I look at Barry, more I see potential to add more ounces on the ground.
1: Okay, but here's the here's the bit that people are going to want to get at, which is okay. We understand that you're mining the open pit and processing it through your own mill, your own infrastructure, and um, you took, we took last time about increasing from 800 to 1200 tons per day. That that's happened, I assume. Is that yes? It has. Okay. All, pay those for
0: investments those investments will be part of the uh, the restart of the open pit. Okay.
1: So you still yeah. you still got to raise that capital. We'll come back to that in a second. But you mm. know, you, the open pit people understand it it's a kind of um a, what do we call it we call it an ATM a, a cash machine um for you guys to go after what you're really after which is the one point two million ounces and maybe more of the underground component, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, you've got no. Have any studies happened on the underground component component yet, historical or otherwise? No. No. Okay.
0: But we do have an exploration ramp in place underground, working that goes down to about one hundred meters deep elevation. However, uh, the definition drilling that I just mentioned is is, is all surface drilling, so, so right. it's not done in the ground, and uh, it's it's because we we have a much better access to the deposit from surface. It's it's much easier, and it's also cheaper.
1: Right. Okay. Because, you know, if you look at the ASIC on the open pit, you're talking, it's just over a thousand bucks US, which is, which is good. You know, that's, that's, that's fine. Um, but I think if you're saying that, that the real prize is the underground component and you're trying to do everything you can to make sure it's not a dilutory, you know, process for your shareholders or the company and the shareholders, um, for the underground bit, people want to, want to know what the economics could look like for that component relatively soon. So is that kind of process that, is going to start or what's the timing on a process it could start to help mm-hmm. understand the economics of the underground
0: mm-hmm. so so i mean going underground makes sense and 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 our business is is very simple matthew you always have to feed your mail with the best or available uh, for now for bantera it's the very open pit we need to develop the underground the grade's going to be twice higher so the production is going to be twice higher. The thirty thousand ounces become the sixty thousand ounces. Uh, <clears throat> we have to do our homework. By homework, I mean we have to do the drilling. Uh, we need to do. We need to understand that deposit better. The open pit will allow us to understand the deposit better, and and I think that knowledge would be very useful for the underground portion of the deposit. In terms of uh, timeline, I mean, we're working on the detail, but but when I look at the PEA in my mind, we we need to bring the Biagi underground in production. When I say production restart, you know, and ramp up, I, I would like to bring that deposit in three years, so 2026. So just before the pit, you know, year three, the pit will we're going, will keep going. However, the underground portion of mill feed will increase and to eventually up to 1,200 tons a day. And at that time, Bantera will be a 60,000 ounces producer. Cash flow will increase. Okay, uh, mining underground is more expensive. So there's a good chance, you know, underground development is expensive. Uh, the ASIC would probably be higher. However, production will double, so so we are going to generate more money, and 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 the intention is to continue to develop the battery underground, and and that money will also fund the Gladiator deposit, which is uh, another you know another one point four million ounces in in the resource.
1: Right. And for Gladiator, when, when, in fact, let me not, not get distracted. Okay, I want to come back to that. But you're going to need to fund 22 million bucks. What type of money do you think you're going to be able to bring in? Given that you think that this thing could start throwing off cash relatively quickly, it's not a big a big um, risk profile, I suspect. But is this can you get 100 percent debt in we, the initial we, capital costs?
0: Yeah, yeah. Good question, uh, Matthew. Uh, our approach now would be a mix of equity and debt. That'd be the, the preferred option. Uh, we, uh, we, we started to look at our options. Uh, there's more appetite on the gold. Uh, uh, I, I think it's something, uh, you probably noticed it at the PDAC, but lots of enthusiasm about gold. And, and, and I think for our industry, it, it's very good when people start looking at a company like Pantera and say, "Who?" Oh, Maybe you're gonna need money, maybe we can do something so uh so so we are in discussion with some parties already at very early stage, but equity will be the preferred option of course, but uh, a mix of debt and equity uh, would probably be more
1: realistic in our case okay but. Okay. Which is kind of, kind of conventional, what, 60, 40, kind of, that's, that sort of level. Cause I'm thinking if you, if you're looking at what 145,000 answers and 95% recovery, you're looking at me at today's prices, you're, you you probably clearing 750, that, that, that kind of, that kind of level, yeah. maybe, maybe a little bit less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The expectation, you know, I, so it's, it's a good, it's a good chunk of change, but you, you'd still need to kind of bring it. So are you saying you'd want, you'd want, to put some equity in there? Or do you think you'd have to put some equity in there? We will.
0: We would like to.
1: You'd like to? Okay. Yeah, we would like to. It's. Uh, I mean, for a company. If you could do 100% debt, would you do 100% debt? What you're saying is, no, we don't want to do 100% debt. We don't want uh-huh. that burden because I, d- I don't know. The, the They might take a lean over your, your asset or your equipment or your infrastructure. Um, so that's not a very comfortable position yeah. to be in. I I don't know what they you know how they perfect, you know what security they will need if it was 100% debt versus well actually if we yeah. put some equity in it's a much better mix for us in yeah. terms of those securities et cetera. I mean I, I don't I'm just intrigued by the thinking.
0: Yeah, so the, I mean I think I think for for Bonterra, I think we need to come up with the best deal for the company, so I think we need to look at all the options mm. and, and and who which partners do you want to bring in and and uh, and you know what how, how how do they want to do it so so it's we need we need to talk to those people mm. we need the the p a is a great tool you know now we have numbers, we can talk about real things, you know. And and basically for us it's it's very important to have discussions with our potential partners and find the best deal for the company. Right.
1: And obviously you've got Waterton. And the shoulder But you've also got Waterton shoulders. in the background, haven't you? Excuse me? You've got Waterton in the background as well, haven't you? Uh yeah. Yeah. Are they yeah. Part, are they part of the solution or uh I
0: mean I had the chance to meet uh, Charles uh, Chuck Davidson a couple of weeks ago and and, uh, honestly, is, is, uh, is a very strong supporter of Bantera, very strong believer. And, and a company like Bantera, when, when you look at the market now, all the volatility, it, it, I think it's, uh, it's very important for a company like Bantera to have a partner. Okay. And a strong supporter like Wexfor. So I think it's a big asset, to be honest. And, uh, and, uh, you Wexford, know, we. Sorry. Yeah, very important for us to continue our strategy and to do what we said we're going to do, and and you know, it, and that's that's
1: where our focus is. Sorry, um, you, you got Wexford. Sorry, that I think I said Waterton. Is it Wexford? Wexford. Apologies. Sorry, getting my wires. Going. It's what I meant, not what I said. Um, okay, you have to, you're going to have to apologize to Chuck. <laughs> apologize, Chuck, I apologize. Um got carried away there. Um I'm dealing with water or something else. That's why, I'm, why my head's gone. Right. So let, let's let's look at and I just want to check one more thing before we leave the open pit thing is. So the PEA was on the main open pit or did it include the two satellite pits as well?
0: The the two small pits as well. Perfect. They, we're talking about ten thousand ounces in the small pits and 140 in the big ones. So
1: Okay, gotcha. One,
0: one thing, Matthew, is that the total capital, the to- total investment in the five years, so initial and ASIC, we're talking about fifty million. Okay, but 30, 30 of that fifty million, so sixty percent will benefit uh, our other project with shared infrastructures, and, and and that's important because we could have done things a bit differently, probably a bit cheaper. But with the vision, you know, to grow the business, we have made decision to to spend the money wisely for the future of the company and not just solely for the baggy open pit. The tailings management area is the best example. $20 million will be invested. We probably could have done the project much cheaper just for the pit, but we want to do it right the first, the first time. And we know we've got one underground deposit coming up in the three five years, and it's worth to spend all that money now for the future. So,
1: so that's very important to to say. Yeah. Well, the other thing is important to say is like you have built four months, right? So you know what you're talking about. So people need to listen. But um, explain what that means in terms of you, you could have done it cheaper now for a kind of quick short term win versus. Doing it right for the long-term success yeah, of, of yeah. the company. Can you explain that to me?
0: It's it's all about footprint, Matthew. So we could have done a smaller footprint that could potentially be expanded, but at a higher cost. We we made the decision to establish the 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 the, the maximal footprint on day one, and we will eventually raise the dams to get higher capacity. The 20 million, if you do the math, the 20 million investment Canadian will give us about 3 million tons of capacity. The pit is 2 million. So we gain an extra million. Uh, We figure for probably another 20 million, we probably can gain another 5 million tons. And that's, that's the benefit of spending that $20 million upfront up front to gain 3 million tons capacity. But to get an additional five, it would cost about the same amount. So that's the whole logic, to so pay now and save later. That, that's really what we're doing. But we, it's important for us to do the right things because we have that
1: long-term vision. Do feel... And I'm asking this as a, as a mind builder, you know, four months, right? You, you know what you're doing. Do you not feel in moments like this, whether the markets are like this or, or generally, if you're getting feedback from retail investors who don't know how to build minds, you would rather be in a private entity because there's a very short conversation. We've got to do this the right way because it's in terms of long term, sorry, not so, in terms of total returns on investment, this makes the most sense. Are you, you so frustrated by the kind of people's view or valuation of your of your company in the market at the moment? I know you're only five months in, but have you got a view on that?
0: So, the, I mean, when you, I'm, I'm honestly, I believe we are undervalued. I mean, up before the, the market correction a couple of weeks ago, we we're still undervalued. When you look at Bonterra, Matthew, you look at our mill, our TMA, our camps, that's basically our market cap. So you're getting 3 million ounces almost for free. So, so. But honestly, I think, you know, my experience as an operator is if, when you do the right things and, and you meet the expectation and, and you move your, your strategy ahead, eventually you will get rewarded. In my mind, it's, uh, there's no doubt. I'm very confident that we're doing the right things. We're following the right path, and 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 it's a matter of time, you know, that the market will recognize the the, the value that we. We're
1: well, here. I think well, I think they will when you kind of get into production, and you know, and albeit small, thirty thousand ounces, maybe moving up to sixty thousand within three years. Um, it, it's all kind of good stuff, but it's all kind of small stuff too, as well. So it's the kind of cost of the money up front, the twenty. Whatever, $21, 22 million bucks that you're going to need up front, and I know there's a sustaining number in there too, but you'll cover that from from production, presumably. Um, the, the the capital markets are saying to, saying to you, okay, you're doing things the right way, but in terms of the reward that you're going to be allocated in terms of share price, you're not going to get that immediately. So. What would you say to existing shareholders? Look, just come on along for the ride. We're definitely going to be able to be one less dilutive, or, you know. Hopefully, once you know, post capital cost raise, non dilutive, and we can build something meaningful here. I mean, what's what's the ambition about where this can go? 30,000, 60000 ounces. Can it be more? It it, uh,
0: it I, I believe uh, you know. Once we reach the sixty thousand ounces a day. Uh, then then that's when Gladiator will come online. And, and the vision has been, uh, you know, and that's part of the mill upgrade at 2,400 tons a day. We're working in the permitting for that. I mean, 1,200 tons per day from Bagley Underground and 1,200 tons per day from Gladiator. And how many ounces? We're talking over 100,000 ounces, more, more likely 120, 130,000 ounces a year. And when you talk about value, I mean the PA was on at sixteen hundred dollars US, and 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 maybe we're going to get a, a quicker reward in a higher gold price environment. I think we've been very conservative. The PA, definitely lots of upside with, in a higher gold price environment, and and I'm sure the the market will recognize that. You know, there's not that many junior gold producer anymore, and mm-hmm. uh, they don't exist anymore and uh, you know for bantera to become the the next one of the next one will 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 definitely uh, interest uh, the market i'm pretty sure
1: yeah, no, no I, I, I buy that. I buy the three year and the five to five year vision too, because you've got it all laid out in front of you and you've got the infrastructure in place, which can of leads me to the next question, because I spoke to a lot of CEOs with regards to the kind of the, the drilling component of, of exploration. It's getting meaningfully more expensive, you know, per meter to drill, um, at, at the moment. It's getting meaningfully more expensive to actually put infrastructure in place. Um, do you, I mean, you're not immune. To what's going on in the marketplace. But you I guess you're kind of grateful for the infrastructure that is in place and the fact that you you can kind of concentrate on the milling component, like the producing of gold in the short term, rather than saying mm-hmm. we need to spend all the money we raise on drilling at the moment. So you, you feel that your strategy has been validated by market conditions.
0: Oh yeah we, we need to spend the money wisely. it's It's easy to spend money, but wisely, it's a bit more difficult. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a story, Matthew. I mean, when we opened up the the Kina mine, we we we, we had six hundred thousand ounces and and we had a mine. We didn't see the end of the deposit. The deposit remains open at death, and, and we knew that eventually as we get deeper, we can increase the resource. The same logic for Barry. I mean, I would like to have half a million ounces in reserves to restart the production. So do we need to dam and drill the entire 1.2 million ounces to find half a million? Uh, Probably not, but again, the bootstrap. I mean, let's start the mine with half a million. Uh, start slowly ramp up increase the production find more gold below 650 meters depth i mean once we get there so so that's that that matched perfectly with our vision
1: okay so gotta come back to then G- given i have for myself identified the capital cost component as the only thing i, I, I there may be some concern around which is the kind of the ability to get that in a market like this, do you, you can go and speak to Wexford and you can go and speak to the marketplace. Do you feel yeah. that you can get that done in a, in a timely fashion? In fact, do you even want to even think about raising that money as the market stand?
0: Yeah. One thing that the PEA allowed us to to, to do now is is to make our institution in Quebec like the Caisse de dépôt IQ FTQ when 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 you I mean when you talk with those institutions the first thing they ask is do you have a 43-101 report which we did not now we do. So and and we've been in in, in discussion with those institutions already. So so really, the PAs you know, were we allowed us to actually have access to more institutional
1: investors. And but will we, they let you get away with a PFS in terms of? Well, I think we can. It's open pit. It's simple mining simple processing, you know what we've got here, I think PFS will be enough to get this thing financed or do you have to again go the next step and and get a feasibility done? No, I
0: honestly agree. It's a very simple project. We have infrastructures, no major capital expense. Really our focus for the PFS, I mean, we're going to do some fine tuning, you know, but it's in my mind is we need to de-risk the project as much as possible and we're going to use the PFS for that instance.
1: But do you do a feasibility study after that? Is what I'm asking.
0: No,
1: no, no. we don't. We okay. Don't so, in terms of time frame, the you just announced the PEA, and guess what? You got to keep going. So, uh, the PFS starts when and how long is it going to take? Because I say it feels like a very simple um, process, but how long is it well, take? it's not
0: that simple. But it's uh, sometimes it's challenging working with the consultants. But uh, uh, we uh, we started the PFS already, and we're hoping to get the whole process done before the end of this year. Okay, that's our target. Uh, so it's going to be
1: a very busy summer, Matthew. Sounds like. Well, that's like it's exciting. Like I'm, like. Thanks for coming on the show. appreciate your time as always. I know you've been re- running around and you're busy um, at the moment, but um, I was just so intrigued to see how the new strategy is working out, what you're doing and seeing. It sounds like it's still on track. PA is as expected and PFS, if it's by the end of this year, you will mm. presumably be having those conversations around how this thing gets um, financed. So, um appreciate your time today. Stay in touch, okay? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, stay tuned. We we, we were. Oh, so I've got one more question. And this was sent in by Goldpan uh, on CA Um which is run. Have you had any? You 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 mentioned um, this a little bit, but have you had site visits by any of the um, analysts in terms of getting um, coverage um, in place for you guys?
0: Yes, uh, that was actually part of the PDAC a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Okay. It,
1: it, yeah.
0: you know, like sometimes it's it's you're starting to get more interest, and we were able to book a site visit with twelve investors. Uh, there was a one day trip. Uh, we we went to each site uh, and, and explained basically the strategy, and uh, visited the mill, uh, the camps. Look at the core. We actually went into the uh, the very open pit. the. the, okay. the uh, the past, uh, you know, the, the past operation of the pits, and uh, so what we're starting to see is more interest. Uh, you know, I think that the PA is really the, the, just just the start of it, but I I, I can see that it's it's going to snowball as uh,
1: as more investors will be going back to gold. Okay, so do you do you think? I mean, are you going to get um, more coverage? From some of these analysts you know and you know what do, what do you think, what are the kind of questions, what are the kind of takeaways here do they they can they, yeah. do they agree with your strategy first of all it, it's a
0: simple story Matthew. Our, our job is to keep the simple the story simple as much as possible so can everybody can understand it so far we we have uh, we've been followed by Cormark securities and and we're hoping to get more in in the next few months so I mean, stay stay tuned. Okay. Interest as, uh, you know, as we keep delivering on what we said we're going to do. I'm
1: all ears. I'm all ears, Mark Andre. Um, Well, thanks thanks for your time. We'll speak to you again soon, okay? Thank you for your interest, Bontero.